Yes, people, we are live at the Albert JTV household and the Holly Hotspurs household. North London derby time. We did it once. We're doing it again. We're back for a second collaboration. But before we get into it, people, let's smash the intro. North London community, we are back yet again. Battle lines have been drawn. Rivalries reignited. Arsenal versus Tottenham. Match preview time. Albert JTV meets Holly's Hotspurs. Hashtag North London Derby. Yes, people, we are back for North London Derby time. The nerves are kicking in, not just yet, because, you know, at Arsenal at the moment, we're um, at a nice position in the table, um, looking down at our rivals for, for temporarily and hopefully for the foreseeable future and for many more years to come. But I thought I'd rub that end in Polly. But um, people, joint collaboration. Um, we're back again for a match preview. The red and white of Arsenal versus the blue and white of Tottenham. Smash the like button on my channel and also smash the like button on Holly's channel because don't just do it on mine, do it on hers as well. And vice versa, if you can, you know, put the rivalry aside just for a live stream podcast for a little bit. I've got my Tottenham wife who I don't see very often because, like I said before, we can't stand each other. We hate this, we hate each other. We don't like the teams we support. We don't like the players, the ground, the grass, everything. But Holly, it's good to see you once again. Welcome back for this joint collaboration. No, it's great. I mean, I know you say you're above us at the moment, but not for long. It'll be fine. You're only up there a tiny, weemy bit above us. It's not as if there's a massive gaping gap. But anyway, I thought I'd let you have your little bit of time. Um, but no, it is great to be back. Like I say, we don't really see eye to eye on, on football, but it's nice to do a stream like this. Hopefully it'll be a bit spicy as well. It will be spicy. Let's, um, we'll come to the comments a bit. Like People, like I said, multitask and smash the like button and subscribe to both channels. As you see in the title, Holly's channel is in there. So people, go and subscribe and just put the rivalry aside for a little bit. Get her subscribed up a little bit. She deserves it. Great content creator, Holly. But Holly, because obviously um, it's a home game and, um, you know, top of the league just for now and a good start to the season, goals galore. Um, I'm going to introduce my home team into the stream. Debutant. Hottest property in North London. Gonna bring in Ray, my boy. Ray, welcome to the live stream, man. Welcome to Albert J TV, man. This is spicy, my bro. Yes, guys. Thank you for having me, Albert. Uh, great to see you, Holly. Um, it's a shame about the team you support, but you know it is. <laughs> it is what it is, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, let's do it. It's uh, it's always a bit nervy, but always exciting with London derby. So yeah, well up for this. Well said, Ray. Well said. And I'm gonna bring in my fantastic. I bring this man out for the big nights. I call him, I don't even call him, I call him King Kesh. Let me bring him into the let me bring him into the chat if I can find him. Where's he gone? He's right there. Bang! There he is, man. Kesh, welcome back, bro. <laughs> What's up, then? Good? Yeah, man, bro. Listen, I, when I see you at this time of the year, man, this, 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 this is serious business, you know. We've got the top <laughs> wife in tonight, and she's gonna bring in her family a little bit later. So, Kesh, welcome back, man. Seriously, man. Looking Good, forward bro. to this, man. But yes, Holly, I'm going to hand back to my fantastic um, collaboration, Tottenham wife, to bring in your um, Tottenham lads to join the stream. 
Yes, please. I, I'm getting a bit, you know, scared at the moment. There's too many of you, so I need a bit of my own town at the most. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome on uh, Luke first. So hello, Luke. Welcome for, for joining me tonight. I think I need some backup, to be honest. Yeah, what's <laughs> happening, everyone? Thanks for uh, having me on. Really, really appreciate it. That's probably the nicest thing that I'm going to say this entire stream. Hold on a minute. Just warm yourself up a little bit first. Hold on, hold on. No, I really appreciate it. Let's go. I'm buzzing for this. No, Luke, right. good, to, good to get you on, man. Yeah, it should be good. And also, the geezer Wes, man. He's drafted last minute. I cannot thank him enough. Wes, I know I need you on to obviously give you a tactical analysis for this game as well. So, Wes, thank you for coming on. Not a problem. And good evening to everybody whose teams in North London are playing the Champions League this season. Um, but yeah, let's get cracking up. Up the We're in the women's Champions League tonight, actually. So, uh, oh, there you go, Steve. so technically, mm, technically, don't worry. Exactly, well, as you said, exactly. you said to me before the live stream, you're coming to the game. So, we'll, you know, I might take you around the you know, where the marble halls are, all the silverware is, you know, lovely league titles, you know, Bill Nicholson okay. days, you know, we won, won a few since then, but it's all right, mate. But okay. welcome to the show, brother, man. Good to get you on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, thanks, Holly, for the very, very last minute call up. Um, I feel like an absolute like super sub that has been drafted in last minute. So um, yeah, but no, let's get into it, shall we? Absolutely, Holly. Hello. Yes, I'll go. No, yeah, of course, it's my turn. Isn't it? Sorry, Holly, I, I, I apologise. It's my fault. I was a bit lost then. I was like, huh? no, no, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. People, you're with us. This will also go on the audio later, people. So Tottenham and Arsenal fans, you can listen to everybody's dulcet tones a bit later and maybe tomorrow as well. So, yeah, to kick off this sort of show, really, um, start with the Tottenham lads first because um, I'm going to pose some questions to you and tell me your you know, views about your beloved Tottenham. But kick off with Luke, actually. Um, just kind of what was your... Um, it's a two-part question, so I'll get both your sort of your, your views, really. But, um, yeah, what's your sort of ambitions for the start of the season? And were you happy with your summer window signings? Yeah, so that, like the ambitions before, I would say even probably like the last day of the season, you know, when we when we secured Champions League football, was top three in the Premier League and a trophy at the end of the season. That's that's my ambitions, and that's I I don't think is being too optimistic either. You know, it's building on a season that we had last season. It's building on a full summer transfer window with Antonio Conte, and uh, you know, if if we are going to win something in the near future now is the time that it needs to happen. You know, in terms of we now have the manager of that stature. You know, we now see that he has been backed at least to some degree. And so for me, that would see, um, you know, that's my ambitions for the season. In terms of the transfer window, you know, I'm relatively happy. Like, you know, a lot of the naysayers that say, you know, the transfer window wasn't as good as it should have been. You know, we should have got another centre-back in, a top quality centre-back. Uh, yes, those things are all true. But at the same level, when have you ever seen the Tottenham sign, 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 side, sign seven signings, you know, in a transfer window? When have you seen us sign, you know, at least four or five of them before um, the preseason has even kicked off? You know, to me, we've filled areas of the pitch we needed to. We've bought smartly. And some of the transfers that people, you know, doubted when they came in have really, really shone this season. So I'd probably give it seven, seven and a half out of ten. Okay, cool. Um where sort of do you go along with that? But also as well, um, what what have you noticed in terms of 
maybe the difference maybe in formations or tactics or the way Tottenham are playing to last season sort of going looking at the first six or seven games this season? Um, yeah, I think obviously just kind of, um, you know, my thoughts on, on this season, I think for us, it for, for me, it was just progress from last season and people might go, well, what does that actually look like? I don't particularly know. I don't even know if people in the club will know. And I think to every single fan, that's going to look a bit different as well. Um, but I think with the squad that we've got, with the manager that we've got, I can't see why we shouldn't be at least looking to finish third. Um, I think we've got the capabilities to do that. Um, and I think the main thing for us, I would say, is consistency. Um, we've seen at times where we lack consistency and we saw that a little bit last season when Conte was in charge. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think Luke pretty much hit the, hit the nail on the head there with, you know, a third place finish and picking up a trophy of some sort would represent real, real progress for Tottenham. And actually, I mean, it's not just all about like the, the kind of need and the, the want to win a trophy for me. I just think as long as I'm seeing progress within the football club, then, you know, you can't really argue with that. But I think it is, you know, as Luke said there, we've got the infrastructure, you know, we've got the training ground, we've got the stadium, we've got a world-class manager who's in his prime that knows how to get over the line. And hopefully he can... Um, you know, he can do that for us um, because I think we've we sort of lost our way a little bit um, towards sort of the back end of Poch's time and sort of in between Poch and, and Conte. Um, and it felt like that throughout the whole club as well. I think the whole ethos of the club, we just felt a little bit lost. Um, so I think if we can regain that sort of focus, um, obviously with with Conte in charge, then, um, you know, who, who knows what will happen um, in the future. But I think in terms of tactically at the moment, we aren't necessarily seeing Kane dropping in as much. Um, you know, that was a real feature and a fixture of our play, especially under Conte. Um, you know, if you look at the City game in particular, we've just absolutely done a number on him. Um, and I think the key for that was having those willing runners. Um, I think at the minute it feels like we are staying in games for a lot of the time and then Conte will make his changes and then we will see a bit of a kick. Um, we are definitely a second half team under Conte. Um, you know, I think most Spurs fans will say that our first half performances under Conte have not been that great, probably barring City away. Um, but actually, second half, it's almost like he goes in at half time, gives an absolute volley. Um, they come out second half and they're absolutely, you know, going right. We've got to impress this guy because if not, like we're in, we're in the mud basically. Um, so yeah, I think tactically, I haven't seen too much difference just yet. Um, but yeah, I just think from a sort of personnel perspective and performance perspective, we seem to just be staying in games for as long as we can. Um, and trying to then nick something, nick a goal, and then take the emphasis um, away from the opposition. Because when we get ahead, it's it suits us perfectly because the opposition have to come out, and then we can just counter at them. And we've got a clinical front four, I think, mm. as anybody um, you know in in the league, and and they can put their chances away when when they're presented with them. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen too many differences tactically, but um, yeah, that's kind of my my thoughts so far. I'd say, Holly, before you before I hand to fantastic Holly, um, where you make some good points there, and um, yeah, you mentioned about trophies. So hopefully you'll see one in your lifetime. So um, we'll move on to back to Holly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Fabulous. Any chance to get a dig in and Albert throws it in. Anyway, moving obviously aside from Tottenham, um, Ray, I'll, I'll start with you. Obviously, it's kind of the same question that uh, Albert's asked, but with a little bit of a twist. Obviously, your transfer window, what do you mm -hmm. kind of make of it? Obviously, I know probably the main guy you're going to mention is, is Jesus. So I'll let you far ahead mm. with it, Ray. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the summer, we probably only had Nketiah, um, who just signed. Um, so getting a, a striker in uh, was absolutely key. And uh, Jesus has actually surprised me. Um, I didn't think he was his, his movement was as good as it maybe as it is. Um, and yeah, he just looked deadly in the box. And uh, it will be a really interesting matchup, I think, um, between... I'm going to guess you're going to be playing a back three. Um, we'll touch on so, that. So yeah, so if we can see what Jesus is like in that, I think that'd be a really interesting move. Um, with that, I think we've just added a lot of depth. Um, we do need a bit more, yep. but in terms of the positions where we fell short, uh, so for example, uh, when Tierney was out last season, uh, we had Tavares in. Um, now we've got uh, an option in Zinchenko. Um, we've got uh, these other players that we we brought in. Um, I think uh, I think I'm happy with it, um, but it's just can they all stay fit? That's the that's the biggest thing with us. Mm. But it is interesting you say that because uh, I think as funny as it is that I joke with Albert and say there are some parallels with Arsenal and Tottenham. There kind of is because we've kind of had the same problem with really. Kesha, so. Huh? Yeah, no, no, it's sometimes. No, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. You're right. I agree. I agree. Sorry. No, it, we we do get on at some things. We do see eye to eye with some things. We but do. it is it, it is uh, interesting, Ray, that you say obviously that depth kind of thing. Um, Kesh, would yeah. you kind of be on the same wavelength with Ray in terms of you think it's been a successful transfer window for you guys? <sighs> I think it's been. A, big I think <laughs> no. I think it's been an all right yeah. window in terms of getting in positions that we know we needed to. Really to get in, considering that we got rid of a Bamian, got rid of Lacazette, so we needed a more senior, more player that's ready to step up rather than just the, uh, relying on the likes of Eddie Nketiah. Sinchenko's come in, and I think there's a good balance between him and Tierney, depending on what game, what opponent you're playing. In terms of the right winger position, we've known for the last, what, 18 months, long time, well, two seasons, basically, that Pepe is not in favour with the manager, so Saka needs a bit of competition. We know when the likes of Partey is injured that we our game plan somehow goes out the window. Like he is the glue to this team, he is the the freedom to the Granite Shaka in terms of the new role that he's taking up in the manager system. So those are two positions that's very concerning for me. And you saw in the last few days of the window, we tried to get the likes of Douglas Louise yeah. get over the line. That's really disappointing for me because. Like you saw when we went to Manchester United, we just didn't know what to do with our party being there. Our old game plan changes. We end up having to make Shaka drop a bit deeper. Then, and we don't we don't like when Shaka is that deep. You get what I'm saying? So, new role that he's picked up where his managers allowed him a bit of freedom, less defensive duty, and a bit of a freedom to roll and get into the box and actually be someone who's more of a creator than the defensive unit. I think it's worked well. No, sure. yeah, it's interesting. No, it is a good shout. Like I say, I, I don't really know Arsenal as well as you guys, so it's quite interesting to obviously hear what you have to say. Obviously, I wouldn't want to know Arsenal too well. But anyway, <laughs> Albert, I'll pass back over to you, mate. No, <laughs> <trophies>. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, hold on. Thank you. Thank you. People, you, as you can see, um, all the Twitter handles are going on the bottom of the screen. So, footballing community, go and follow and subscribe, man. And um, follow people on Twitter and subscribe to me and Holly's channel. Um, Holly, I want to kick off with you, actually, and I'm going to come to the other two guys. But um, sort of coming into this game, I know your re your record actually isn't that great at the Emirates, just as our record isn't great at Spurs. I don't you haven't won the em uh, the Emirates since 2010, I believe it is. Um, a painful three two defeat. I remember it like it was yesterday. Eunice Kabul giving me nightmares. Yes, unbelievable. But yeah, yeah it's so got a face against you nightmares. So any to be fair, Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart, run it back, run it back for the man there in the building. Even even Shamak scored. That, that that was a long time ago. So yeah, Holly, you've um. Yeah, sort of coming into this game, obviously, you know your record isn't particularly very good at the Emirates. Um, what gives you confidence that you can go there on Saturday and pick up um, a positive result, i.e. your win? The fact that we managed to get a point off the of Chelsea. I won't go into, obviously, the dramatics of what happened and whether it was fair or not, but it's been a long time since we've done that at Stamford Bridge. So, mm. in that kind of sense, I feel a bit more confident that maybe it might go in our favour, but also, obviously, our, our front four. They're, okay, Leicester game, Sonny came back out of the blocks. He's got a hat-trick and he's gone and played for South Korea and obviously got a couple of goals from there. But everybody in that front four seems like they're at their peak at the moment and it's a great time to obviously come and play you. So if there was any a better time to play you at the Emirates, it would be now. But I think it is purely because obviously we've got a point against uh, Chelsea and the fact that our front four are firing. Yeah, Holly, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, you know, Tottenham not used to coming to the Emirates when we're top of the table. So it's um, quite, quite, a, new, quite a new new, new experience, <laughs> to be honest. But <laughs> coming, to sort of, coming, coming to sort of Luke, um, for you, what is the, for you, what are the standout key battles for you that will either get Tottenham dominating this game or Arsenal kind of stepping up and coming away with it? What are the key battles you sort of look at from sort of both sides? Yeah, no, that... It's an interesting question, actually. Like, um, it's going to be really interesting, I think, like on the wings, especially like depending on who who plays. Like, I personally see it being Son Kane Kulusevski, um, okay. the front three that plays. Uh, but you know, it could it could change. But that's what I see. I think that Conte will go with what he knows works, and what has worked in the past. You know, let's look back at the the last last North London derby. Um, in terms of that, that's where I would I would really really see it. Um, obviously, you know we're going to be looking at key battles um, all over the pitch. You know, especially Jesus on whether Romero plays on whether it's going to be Dyer that then picks them up, whether it's going to be whoever plays left centre back. You know, it's going to be really interesting. And I think for him as a player, he's going to have to be able to switch around the defence because we're going to put somebody on him, and mm. it just depends on whether. He has the ability to to do that. In terms of the game in general, the the, the strongest battle out of them all is uh, the manager managerial battle, in my opinion. Okay. Because if we look at Arsenal this season, I unlike Holly actually know quite a lot more about Arsenal. Uh, and so, no offense to Holly, but you know, um, when I watched that Man United game with Arsenal, and when I watched the last North London derby, like the naivety of the manager concerns me if I was an Arsenal fan in these big games because we look at um, Rob Holding on Kim Min Son in the, in the, the game at uh, Algram yeah. or you look at um, chasing the game against Man United and uh, making a tactical switch that backfired. You know, it's those key battles that I would be concerned about as an Arsenal fan if I was one, but one that I'm 
you know, looking forward to as a Spurs fan. And look, it, it might not go one way. We do have a bad record at the Emirates. So, you know, I'm not by all means saying we're going to, you know, completely sorry, do sorry, you sorry, over. Luke, but... Sorry, Luke, let me come in quickly. So I'm going to come back to you. Um, so you see you saying about um, if, if, if we as an Arsenal fan be worried, do, do you, are you, more, are you basing that more off last season or have you not seen anything this season of Arsenal? No, so so I have seen, yeah, so I have seen nothing. Arsenal this season. You know, I saw the game against Fulham, you know, where, whereby, yeah, okay, tactical switch late on, you know, won you the game. But before that, you know, struggling to break them down and going one nil down against uh, a Fulham side, you mm. know, I would also look at, you know, the Arsenal game, uh, the Man United game, because if we look at it in reality, we're talking about big games. You know, I'm not talking about Bournemouth. I'm not talking about Fulham. I'm not talking about Crystal Palace. I'm not talking about these teams that are lower down in the league that you should be beating. I'm looking at the big games. And the Man United game was a key one for me, where I believe that that tactical change late on threw the game away for Arsenal. Okay. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but you, you say that before I come to where you say that about um, beating the teams you should be beating. But with Arsenal and Kesha and Ray will back me up. These are the games we were not winning last season, two seasons ago. These are the games we were consistently dropping points. I take your point though, because one of my biggest bugbears with Arsenal for a number of years is I always say um, I call them the judgment games against the other bigger sides. I want us to see. I want us to start going yeah. away from home and. We ain't got no divine right to go and beat these teams, but we need to start going there and getting wins. That's my only sort of issue with Arsenal in the last recent years. But no, yeah, no, I agree. I do agree with you. I do agree with you that you know that um, you know last season you were losing against you know the Bournemouth, the Palace, the Southampton. You know, I, I remember those games, but it's that managerial battle that, that I want to I want to see, yeah. and I want to see it going well. No, no, good, well, good, great, 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 great chat, Luke. Great chat. I, I, I like that. I like that. Where's bringing you in? Um, Sort of a same question to you, but in particular, Ray's already touched on him. Um, I, I thought it was crackers with Arsenal fan base when we were linked with Jesus, for example. Um, to me, I see people being hesitant and rested. I'm like, are you guys mad? Like, you don't have to be an Arsenal. I'm, you know, I'm not a Man City fan, but I see the guy play enough in this in this league um, to see how good he is. Has he surprised you? I mean, obviously, he hasn't struggled since he's come to Arsenal, but. What's what what's what's impressed you about him? And um, you know, he was rumored with Spurs actually. You sort of in, the, in summer transfer window. So, what, what do you make of him? Sort of why he's done at Arsenal? Um, listen, I think Jesus was the perfect the perfect buy for you boys. And I know it pains me to say it, but say it louder, Luke. Say it, say it louder. Luke. <laughs> well, if you look at the way Arsenal play compared to the way City play, City yeah. yes they dominate the ball, but actually they get a lot of crosses into the box, and that's an underestimated. Um, attribute or key factor in their game is the amount of crosses actually put into the box that's not jesus's game jesus's game is playing on that shoulder looking to get in behind exactly the way arsenal play because you have a 10 you have odegaard or smith road that can pick those passes um i think the the, the biggest surprise for me with jesus is how clinical he's been hmm. um because i think there was times at city where he was slightly wasteful and don't get me wrong jesus scored some big goals in important games yeah, for city yeah. At important times within games, but it was a, a one in two or three kind of thing with him. Um, and I think he's just he's just come in and gone right. I think he knows he's the main guy at Arsenal. Yeah, whereas at City, he, it was like one of those where okay, I might play, I might not. We've got a you know some world class players. If I play, buzz in. If not, well, I've got this guy in front of me. Whereas at Arsenal, he hasn't got that argument against him so I think he's taken on that responsibility of being the Arsenal number nine and 
like I say, I think the, the thing that's impressed me the most is movement, timing of his runs, and then how clinical he's been in front of goal. Um, but obviously, credit to um, Arteta and his, and his coaching staff for getting him out on the training pitch and going through those clips with him and, and going out on the training ground and on the grass and, and working with him on that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the, that's been the biggest thing for me with regards to Jesus. Look, when we were linked with him, I said this to both Luke and Holly before, it was like, he'd be a great asset for us as well because mm. he is one that can play across, you know, all positions. I mean, he'd still look great on our bench, but, you know, it's, it's one of those whereby, you know, he right. covers those positions whereby, you know, we did need somebody that can be able to do that. And obviously we got, you know, the one that actually plays and, and scores for Brazil. Um, instead of Jesus, so um, yeah. oh, oh, oh no, less less of that, less of that, right? right. <laughs> I'm spitting facts, Albert. You know what I mean, I'm spitting facts, bro. So, but no, like I say, I think with um, with Jesus, he's gonna be he's gonna be bang up for this one. You can, it's just one of these games where I think he's gonna he's gonna want to turn up for as as well. Wes, thank you for the the glowing endorsement of our Brazilian starlight. So I'll, I'll hand back to my fantastic co-host Holly. You know what? I'm going to keep with that uh, starlight in, in Richarlison. And Kesh, and come to you, oh mate. Obviously, Albert's spoken about uh, Jesus with Wes. I want to speak to you about Richarlison. Now, the joke is, obviously, that the fee was so high. Um, but oh, what yeah. do you, you make of him in a Spurs shirt, apart from the fact that you probably don't like him? <laughs> I think you kind of overpaid, but we all know the market's crazy these yes, days. Anyway, it's, it's, Sometimes it's out of your control. Do I think he's an exceptional player? I don't. But what I do know is Conte knows how to get the best out of yeah, the most sure. mediocre players there is. So it doesn't really matter about the ability or anything like that. I do think he's done well so far. Um, and I think he's an option that you've needed. Someone that could probably, if Kane gets injured, obviously we know last season, out of how many, Kane managed to play a full season. This season, if he does get injured, you know, Richardson can go up and play the number nine. And you've got someone you can play out on the wing also. So I think it's a good option that you've brought in. No, I mean, I was going to say something like, oh, yeah, but this mediocre player plays for Brazil and, and Jesus can't manage to get in. But I didn't want to interrupt you and your flow. So I left that to the no, end. No, it is, though. Like, listen, I, I get it. I've read what the manager said. Yeah. He said that um, Jesus and the lads of Gabriel are in his plan. So it's nothing to cry at home about, you know, but... Yeah. Obviously, when the World Cup comes about, we'll see what the manager's plan is. Exactly. <laughs> All right. The pigeon well, man's still auditioning, isn't he? So come on. <laughs> well, it turns out, turns out that Jesus uh, doesn't even want to play striker, and he would rather play on the wing. And uh, Brazil manager would rather be played up front. But anyway, that's not here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll do World Cup. Don't worry. We'll, 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 we'll line up something for that. Don't worry about that, Holly. Carry on. Carry on, Holly. <laughs> Oh dear, but no, I think you're right. I can't be obviously. I love Richardson. You guys love Jesus. That's just the way it is. You you love the player that's obviously mm -hmm. in wearing your colours. Obviously, blue and white, the better of them all. But anyway, before I do any more, I'll let you get rid of that one. Go on, go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk to you, obviously, uh, Ray, about um, our defence because um, I don't want to ask Wes and Luke because I feel like we discussed that all the bloody time um, but obviously yeah. last North London derby at home we obviously had Sanchez at the back now I would prefer to have Romero at the back obviously for you guys I feel like you'd rather have Sanchez but with our defence do you think you'll be able to kind of exploit us with either Sanchez if Sanchez was to be at the back so to say yeah I do um, Luke said earlier on uh, if Richarlison uh, 
if uh, Romero plays, sorry. Um, and please educate me because I hear a lot about Romero being one of the best centre-backs in the league. And I'm sure he's very good. However, he doesn't always seem to play for you guys. Now, is that just purely down to injury? Or is it just that, you know, Eric Dyer and Ben Davies keeps him out the side? I, I really, I think, I'm not just saying this. I think it is purely down to his, um, how injury prone he is. I don't want to say right, that, obviously, okay. I don't think the likes of Sanchez and Dyer get in front of him. I just think he is just very injury prone, which is a crap answer. Yeah. But I just generally think that's what it is. Oh, I won't be too harsh in my criticism then. <laughs> he got he got injured when he smashed Kai Havertz, didn't he, in, uh, against Chelsea? He like, does yeah. seem to have a lot of injuries, just stylistically yeah, the way he plays, isn't it? Mm, just go through yeah, people. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Like that's it. That yeah. that tackle against Havertz, there was no need for it, but he'd already yeah. got done over by Havertz, and all, all he had in in his brain was the next time I see him with the ball, yeah. he's getting it, and then he oh, comes wow. out uh, worse for wear from it. But I think he'll play, but. I think that's I think that's what it is, rather than he's a full-blooded yeah. centre-back as opposed to, you know, some of the fair enough. Have. Fair enough. Well, I mean, in terms of um, how we're going to um, hurt you, really, I think it's going to be a case of attacking actually in behind your full-backs when they're pushing up. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can do that with the pace of Martinelli and Saka, I feel like we can drag your centre-backs out of position. Um, and then going back to the movement of Gabriel Jesus, I think that if he's against Eric Dyer, Romero, whoever, I think he can uh, get in behind there and, and, and really cause some issues for you, um, for the Spurs defence. Um, and that also allows players like Erdegaard and whoever else may be attacking to vacate them, them spaces and, and really, uh, really get some shots away. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it's going to be a very interesting game, and like I say, I'll be interested to see what defend uh, what defense you actually put out because because uh, like I say, I hear a lot about Romero, and uh, I've, I'm still making my mind up about him. It's just uh, will he play? We'll see. I think the thing is with Romero and Spurs fans, we've had such shit players for a long time. When we get someone like Romero, we're like, that's Holly, it. Holly, well, that's where I, we can. I, I was going to say that, but once. you really that's beat me where... to it. <laughs> You say that, I mean, but Arsenal to... fans have had what Mustafi and David Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, that's, 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 where we that's where I, I mean, hear listen, your pain. We, 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 that's we, where I hear I, your pain. I can speak for Cash. I can speak for Cash <laughs> and, and, and Ray. Trust me, we know. I've seen some. Rid, rid, we know a shit defender when we see one. Yeah, trust yeah, we do, man. Trust me. You got the rights <laughs> on that, man. But Holly, so uh, coming to you. Sorry, actually, I'm gonna sort of get the guys' thoughts quickly. As the other uh, Wes and um, Luke. Um, this is your last team lineup against Leicester. All your listeners. You're not neglected. Um, so, how different do you think that team will be from the team on Saturday against Arsenal? Um, I hope there's no Sanchez um, and Romero slots in. I know he played amazing for for obviously in the North London derby last year at home, but you can't be doing what he did against that Leicester penalty. In the oh minutes. my god! Yeah. I, it, honestly, if that happens away at the Emirates, that's it. We'll capitulate. I just is, no. Is Larice fit or? Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, I did hear that. I'm not sure. I don't know. The thing is, I'd rather yeah. Lloris play than, Foster, than Fraser Foster because that guy always seems to come up with a worldy of a game. Yeah. It's, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, sort of um, coming to Luke. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, it's all injury concerns, really. Sort of your team. Do, do you think that'll be similar or is it, are, it, was it issues with Lucas Moura, Ben Davis, and Hugo Lloris were the main three? Is that correct? Yeah. So, as far as I haven't heard anything different, I would assume. Lloris plays in terms yeah. of 
centre back, I would say uh, Romero playing to the Sanchez. Um, it's going to be interesting who plays right wing back because obviously against Leicester, he decided to play Perisic right wing back and Sessignon left wing back. I wouldn't be surprised if he switches it to Perisic left wing back and Emerson right wing back, even though that's not my preferred choice. And I think that Hyunmin Son uh, plays instead of Richarlison. So they, they would be the kind of three changes. But in terms of centre backs, we want to see uh, Romero, Diane Mongley. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say, I would say apart from that, yeah, would be pretty much as you can see. Good shout. Wes, coming to you, sort of, um, I mean, I've not obviously not featured that many times when you bought Basuma. Is it a case of, do you think he should be in a team or is it just a case of Hoiberg has got that sort of place and um, sort of nailed down with that partnership with Benton Cole? How, how do you see it? I think, um, listen, I think from a Spurs perspective, it's nice of us to have some options in midfield. It looks like we've got more <laughs> options than NSG, do you know what I mean? Like, we've been so short for a long time. It's like, right, we have to almost play our first 11. If not, we are knackered. Um in terms of Hoiberg nailing down that position, I think it's for Hoiberg and Benton Court to really lose at this stage. I think under Conte, he trusts them a lot um, and they have struck up a really good partnership. I was at the West Ham game um, early on in the season when Hoiberg and Basuma both started together and for me, it just didn't work. They yeah. both wanted to occupy the same spaces. Um, so it was almost like you'd have your back three and then the midfield two were literally just sat in front. And nobody wanted to try and break forward. Nobody wanted to try and, you know, play a, a pass that would break lines or, you know, try and get our front three involved in the game. It was just like, right, let's get it and give it and keep it simple. Um, I think, you know, to have a player of the quality of Basuma, obviously, you know, Arsenal have been linked with him for, for many, many years. And I think when, when Spurs bought him, I think everybody was like, wow, OK, we, you know, he's probably regarded as one of, you know, he's definitely up there in terms of one of the top holding midfielders in the league. Um, so yeah, I just think he's Conte has come out and said he's got a little bit of work to do. He is a little bit behind Hoiberg and Bentoncourt. Um, but I firmly believe he'll he'll get up to standard. Um, because I think if you don't get up to standard with Antonio Conte, the you, you're showing that you're getting shown the door, I think, pretty quick. Um, he's not one to suffer fools gladly, is uh, Don Antonio. Um, so yeah, I don't think he plays on, um, I don't think he starts on Saturday, but you know, I think we saw at the end of the game towards uh well towards the end of the game against Leicester anyway that we did go sort of three five two and actually it, it didn't it it wasn't too shabby, like it did work. So um yeah, I think like I said, it's it's Hoyberg and Benton cause to lose. Um but you know, what a great option I think for us to have in, in Basuma to come off the bench. Well, Tolly, before you come in, so I'll just quickly, quickly ask you guys. So, Kesh, quickly, because I know you, you, your, your knowledge of footballers around Europe and America, South America is brilliant. What have you made of? Um, I like Benton Cole when before Juventus, Uruguay. What, yeah, how, how do you think he's fitted in, in the Premier League? I think he's fitted in well, you know. Um, yeah, I know there was a lot of chat saying he's a Juventus flop, but I didn't really yeah. buy into it. I thought he's just a player that's lost his way, which happens yeah. to many players at many other clubs. So, I think with. Conte, he doesn't really go for the most talented of players. He's got a certain profile and he, that's what he goes for. And he's looking for players who's going to buy into his system and will adapt as quickly as possible. And th they've done that. They've got him in and he's impressed me over the last, what's been about 10 months. Yeah. So it's a good signing for them, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I always had this conversation, right? As as there's a love Arsenal and the whole Tottenham thing. Some people get into it very deep on the social media side of it. But even I clipped a bit yesterday on my channel, for example, when I was talking about England with big up with G talks, right? And I said it straight. Dyer should be in the defense. And 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 people are be like, oh no, you can't. Say, what do you mean you can't say that? I'm not stupid, man. Like, you have to pick players on form. But anyway, that's another conversation. But listen, I'll say it. If someone's good, if they're well, Keshe's mentioned it with Benton Core, why he plays for Tottenham. I don't want to play well on Saturday, of course I don't, but I can recognize a baller. I can recognize a player that has an impact. I can recognize somebody that brings something to the team. Um, and he's the reason fans. he's the reason we're playing on Wednesdays this season, Albert. Do you know what I mean? The Euro, the Euro, I call him the Uruguayan Musa Dembele. He's that good. And Holly and Luke know my love for, for Musa. You know, the great. You know what's funny about this, though? Um, I was speaking on his channel, was on. Not Terrace, was he on Terrace? Patrick, Patrick. So it's oh, good Patrick and Ash and Ash at the beginning of last season. And this is when a lot of Spurs fans was actually not seeing what I was seeing. A lot of them wanted Dyer out, and I was like, "No, I think Dyer's actually come of age." And it was yeah. like, "Nah, yeah. he's not." I was like, yeah. "No, like sometimes footballers don't just develop, or you look at them, and you think, well, you're 26, so you should be doing it right now.' But some footballers are actually slow in development. I think he's come of age, and I think." The system that Conte plays suits him. I wouldn't play him in a back four because I know no, what no, get. No, no, no. But in a back three, I think he's very adaptable and he gets the job done. Well said. See, we can, we're, we're, we can be fair to you sometimes Just through gritted teeth, but we can be fair sometimes. It's all too <laughs> nice, <laughs> isn't it? I've got no, 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 don't, 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 don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. Romero's flying in with a two footer in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> ten if we see ten. him, 10 against 10 on Saturday, probably. But um, Holly, come in, come in, Holly, come in. Um, so, yeah, so we've spoken, obviously, a little bit about um, the way Tottenham might set up or mm. who we think is going to come in and out. But, obviously, it'd be nice to, obviously, have a look about what Arsenal might set up. So, Albert, if you're far away, thank you very much. Um, so, Ray, I'll start with you first. Are there any changes um, that you think that Arteta will make to, obviously, play us at the weekend? Yeah, possibly um, Fabio Vieira could come out um, and Martin Odegaard could come in. Yeah. Um, supposedly he is fit. I think he played for Norway in the week as well. Um, so I believe he would probably come in. Um, and then the only other change is possibly Thomas Partey. Um, he's a class midfield player, but he is made of glass. So he may not come in. Um, we may have to see Sambi Laconga in there. But um, in a one-off game in a North London derby at home, um, I've got full confidence in the boy. Um so I think they're probably the two changes out of that lineup that we'll probably see. But we're normally quite settled um, this season. Um, I don't think our first eleven has changed too much. Nice. Well, that's a fair point. Um, like I say, maybe there's a few of those changes. I mean, you talk about um, uh, I forgot his name now. Who said that's made a glass? You talk about that's, him. That we can... That's the one. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he already plays uh, for you. But Kesh, I want to come to you as well, because obviously we've spoken about um, who might come in um, yeah. and Bray makes a good point that you've kind of been quite settled. Do you think that's yeah. the reason why this year you've been racking up so many points, the fact that it's stayed consistent? Um, I think a lot of it comes down to circumstances also. I think the likes of um, Tom Yossi, we've known from last season where he was injured, we then brought him back he then reoccurred the same injury. So I think going into the season, I think the manager's been a bit more smart about it rather than actually forcing him back earlier than what 
he should be. He's getting the chance to rest and actually recuperate and actually um, nurse his injury. Um, also, with the likes of um, Partey and that, I think yeah. Partey will come in. I do think he will come in. Reason being is he is the glue, like I said earlier. He is the glue to this team. Without Partey, what you're going to find is we're going to play the way we play against Man United. I know Luke was speaking on the Man United game. I just wanted to highlight that the way we played against Man United is nothing like how we've played against any other team. Reason being is you saw the likes of Granit Xhaka not picking up the spaces and positions that he tends to pick up in other games that we've played this season because we haven't got that protection that Partey gives us and also the necessity to actually bring the ball out. So Xhaka was actually dropping in deeper. If you watch the other games that we've played with Shaka, he tends to get into the box a lot more frequently than we've ever seen him since he's been at this club. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. Partey allows him that freedom to do so. Also, the shape that we pick up, which is a two, was it two, three, five, basically, in attack. So Mikel calls it, Mikel and Pep calls it a flock of birds or whatever they call it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You just I can think of a different phrase. <laughs> so you've got the likes of the wing backs tucking in. I think Ben White's actually adapted quite well to that yeah, role. Well. I think yeah. that's been yeah. a plus to us this season, meaning that we haven't got to force the likes of Cedric in, who's probably not really adept enough to play that sort of role that the manager wants him to play. Right, yeah, that's that's fair enough. I mean, it's a great insight, obviously. Like I said, my knowledge of Arsenal isn't, isn't brilliant, but it, it's interesting to see... Um, how you guys think the season's gone and why you're doing so well, as it pains me to say. Um, but, Albert, do you want to rack on with, with a question for these guys? I do. I'll, I'll touch on a bit of what you said, actually, Holly, actually. He's asking a question to my, my, my two kings in the in <laughs> representing Arsenal. Um, I think one of the contributing factors why Arsenal look a bit more solid. I always look at the... I, always, I, I, I love strikers looking at the attacking element, but for me, what I've honed in in the last two and a bit years is our defence. Um, there was a period where we different centre backs, different full backs. There was no continuity, and we did, we had a trouble in in keeping lots of clean sheets. And I said last season that with the likes of Ben White, Saliba's come back and looked like a complete Rolls Royce. Um, Gabriel and Tomiyasu and Tierney, get these guys playing week in week out together. Let them have that year of bedding in. Let them under have let them understand the relationships and the strengths and weaknesses. Um, you know, we lost a lot of games last season, but we did keep 12 clean sheets. Um, and I think we got a chance of actually equaling that or going above that in the Premier League anyway. And I think adding Saliba to that this season, we're more of a physical imposing side. And that has to be that has to be highlighted because we're more of a threat from set pieces as well. Obviously, Nikola Jova, the, the set piece coach has come in, but we're more of a physically imposing side. And defensively, Arsenal fans actually have a defence that we can trust a little bit more than we've ever had probably in a lot of the Arsenal fans' lifetimes, particularly from guys probably in their early to mid-20s. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's a key, key component. Um, defensively, we are a lot more, there's a lot more solidity. Would you go along with that, question and Ray? Or, or, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I think so, agree. yeah. I think the, the whole policy of going young and actually getting guys in who's going to be here for the next two, three years and actually build a sort of chemistry together yeah. and actually want to elevate the club. I think what we've had over the last few years is a lot of players that just here for the sakes of it, Yeah, where there's no repercussions. You just play, you get paid, you go home and, you know, mm. 
does come in and change that, despite what anyone thinks about him as his ability as a coach. I think he has brought that sort of solidity and unity yeah. in the, the the old squad as a, as a whole. Yeah, I think we're very balanced as well. Like for example, I think um, I think we must have like maybe five or six left footers, and then obviously yeah. the the yeah. same right footers. You know, either side of the pitch. Um, so that kind of opens up the pitch, you know, in a, in a completely different way for us. Um, we've also got Ramsdale at the back now. Uh, with goal Rambo, Ramsdale. Who can, who can pick a pass from midfield. Um, as you mentioned earlier on, uh, Thomas Partey, he's so... The best thing about him is he's so press resistant. Like, uh, if you try and nick the ball off him, he can just wriggle out of it and just move it on or carry the ball up the pitch. Um, and it's working wonders for us. Like I say, we'll, we'll have to see um, whether our output um, and how our young players will cope for the rest of the season. But so far, um, other than the United game, I think we've passed every test, really. Um, yeah, and I think that United game is going to be a good uh, litmus test for this game. Um, I think that you are obviously a lot better um, on the counter than United. But that's the sort of style I believe that you will play in order to try and win the game so as long as we can learn from that then mm. um i think luke mentioned about uh you know the, the managers um as long as arteta can learn from that yeah sure. then um then i think we've got a really good uh chance of of winning you know minimum draw in this game i think you know what the thing is the decision i made i do understand it was very naive but also you have to add the context that we didn't actually add the bench that we would have really liked. If you look at it, we had on our bench a few youngsters and all that. So you kind of yeah, looked we're, at it. We're also I, two one. We're also two one down when he made made yeah. that change. So we had to go for a goal. We yeah. had to gamble, you know. And that's you know I, I hate losing to to United. It always stings, but you know I, I want us to gamble to try and win the game rather than just be safe and. And just you know, see it out and lose. That that scoreline kind of. It, it was never really a three-one game. It was never a three-one game. In no. fairness. Holly, sorry. Before I come to you, I just want to give a little shout out to um, England's player of the year. Came off the bench for a little twenty-minute cameo when free goal involvement. So there's plenty of people out there that don't like to give this guy credit. It's not even a Tottenham thing. It's not. Trust me, Luke and Wes. Like, you see my content. There's a lot of fans that just, they don't really have a reason. Listen. Let, let even our own fans. It's not a Tottenham thing. Even our own fans. It's not, bro. It's not, bro. It's not. No, but yeah, Saka, you have to give a shout out to him now. He come on and done his thing when he come on the other day. Brilliant. Gareth, you played him in the right position. That that helps. Like, you know, if you, if, you know, if you, if you, Shot you can hear it. Yeah, I oh, know, I oh, know. <laughs> Ollie, come back in, come back in. Um, no, I just wanted to touch on, obviously, we know how important this game is. And I know later on we'll probably get on to score predictions. But obviously it will determine who obviously stays above who. Um, and I know you guys have mentioned, obviously, you've you've sorted out your defence. But Luke, I want to come to you because obviously Albert slightly mentioned it in our new set piece coach. But I think at the weekend he might come up trumps again. And I think we might score from, from a corner or a set piece. Yeah, so it's been an interesting, like, transition with him really because I think now we've scored the same amount of corner goal goals from corners than we did in the entire last season so it just you know it proves that having somebody that kind of knows what they're doing and it's the ability to be able to change and when Arsenal think they know how we're going to set up for a corner this guy apparently has two three thousand set piece routines 
in terms of what what he can pick from. So it's it's going to be interesting whether they'll go with something you know mad and obscure to try and get a goal, or, or whether we, whether it will be different. I, I genuinely don't know how it's going to be because I you know as the Arsenal boys did say, you know there is some height in in Arsenal, especially with yeah. with Saliba's um, height, and I, I do rate him. I do think that Saliba is a decent centre back, but my worry for him. <laughs> There's always a but. My worry yeah, yeah. for him cool, cool. is his statement at the start of the season, which was that, you know, if he doesn't play the mo- majority, I'm not going to say all of the games, but the majority of the games. Oh, he's, not, he's already got a contract. Play. He's already got a contract. Yeah, trust me. It's just, it's just a matter of he is, play, he is playing most of the games, so, yeah. Uh, rightly so. Right rightly so. Rightly so. Um, but no, I just want to get um, Wes obviously as well because obviously we were speaking about who we want to start at the weekend. But obviously Perisic is the main man for those deliveries. So hopefully, I'd like to say that he comes on at some point. Yeah, I think it's well from a Spurs perspective. It's nice to see somebody actually beat the first man from a set piece. <laughs> We've been starved of it for so many years because we had Ericsson that couldn't beat the first man. We've had Son that can't beat the first man, and it's like, oh, Perisic, whip touch goal like just what if he's playing whack the guy on the set piece not rocket science at the end of the day but when Luke was mentioning those two three thousand set pieces he's got up his sleeve I'm thinking even I'd hate to work with someone that's that kind of do you think do you think Eric Dyer can can memorize two to three thousand set pieces I I don't I don't even think I don't even think Conte would be able to to memorize it to be fair he's got must have like folders and folders um and it's like right here we go this game Slideshow number fifteen, page twelve, or something ridiculous like that. Here we go. Whack they learn it in the NFL, though, don't they? They learn, you know, all these different hundreds yes. and hundreds of plays in the NFL. Like it, it's it's possible that that it can be done, but I agree with you. Like, can Harry Kane think of two, three thousand words? Probably not. No, no, yeah. that's interesting though because it's very similar to us with our set piece coach. Like, since he's come in, he's been a revelation. Like, yeah, yeah, terms, brilliant, brilliant. In terms of scoring from set pieces. In terms of defending them, we've been quite good. Like I think we conceded our first set piece this season and it went straight in from the corner. Mm. You know what I mean? So we've been quite good as well. And Kesh as well. Gabriel last season was the leading goal scorer centre back in the Premier League. Mm. No coincidence. Not a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Very quiet, isn't he? <laughs> He's just thinking about all those goals uh, Gabriel was scoring. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Set piece coming, incoming, but no worries. <laughs> but no, guys, people, big up to the people in the chat. Sorry. Um, thank you for your interaction. Um, I didn't get to f- go through all the comments, but I didn't want to distract from sort of talking to the guys. But big up to you guys. If you haven't already, go and po- mash up the like button on both channels, man. And get them algorithms up, man. And subscribe to me and Holly's channel. And follow my Steam guests and the Twitter handles going on the bottom of the screen. So we're coming to the end of the show, people. And obviously, the most important thing is... Score predictions. So, Holly, I'm going to leave you last, actually. Give you a bit of time to think about it, because I know you're in you know, the last time Tottenham won at our stadium. You, you probably, I don't know, was you 10 years old, I think. I'm not sure how old you were. But, no, probably um... two. <laughs> no way, Holly. No chance. No, um, but, no, um, I'm going to start with the away team first. Actually. No, home team. I'll come to home team first. Sorry. Um, Ray, what's your feeling? Gut feelings, uh, score prediction. Gut feeling, two one to the Arsenal. I think um I think we've got this. I think like I say, you are dangerous. Um and I will give you credit for that. Mm, but I just think at, at home, um 
you know we've got such a good record and likewise you know um away to your to your stadium you know it's the same in your favor um i just think you know every north london derby the home team's always well, the both teams bang up for it aren't they but the uh, home team normally you would uh, you would sort of side with them and like i say uh, i just think that we've got different options now um so i think we'll i think we'll win it but it it will probably be quite close Oh, good shot. Actually, let me mix it up a little bit. Let's come to Luke, actually. Let's see what Luke's going to say. Do you know what? It's funny you came to me because I'm flipping Ray's scoreline, 2-1 uh, <laughs> Spurs. Now, Ooh. what I can envisage happening is, you know, Ray's right. You know, we will we will hit, hit on the counter-attack. But from what I've seen from Arsenal, you know, you like to play on the front foot. You like to come forward. Spurs struggle against teams that sit back. You know, I feel if you sat back and soaked us up, I think you could beat us. But I think what will happen is you will try and attack us. And, yeah. you know, it could happen. You may score the first goal. Um, you know, we do start slow, as Wes said. But I think that that front three that I mentioned before, and, uh, you know, I'd especially be looking at Kulusevsky on the on the right-hand side against... Is Tierney going to play? Because is in check? Yeah, I think, Tierney, I think Tierney will start. I think Tierney will come yeah. in. I think so that, so that's, that's a battle that, that I'm very, very excited to see um, with Kulusevsky and Tierney. So, yeah, I'm going to say 2-1 Spurs. Well, I mean, it's, I'm looking forward to the battle as well, Luke, but we obviously know it's going to come out on top. Our Scottish Braveheart Kieran Tierney. Come on, boy. We're going to come to Kesh. Kesh, what are you saying, bro? Um, I think the, these games, yeah, when we play Spurs, when Spurs play Arsenal, mm. like Ray said, the home teams tend to always win. Reason being is this game is always won before the day of the game because the media acts up, they start bringing the stats out, and the players tend to lose the, the battle in their heads before they get on the pitch. I do feel the game, we will win 3-1. I do think we will win 3-1. Ooh, cash. Um, King. <laughs> um, I do feel, like, I know we talk about um, Spurs being better against teams that come out. Yeah. I think if we do get the first goal, I don't think you will see us coming at you throughout the whole 90 minutes because what Arsenal tend to do is we don't go into a low block. We go into a mid block once we get that first goal. And then what we'll try to do is let you come on because then you have to come out. And then we'll try to take advantage of that. So the first goal will mean a lot to whichever team scores it. Good shot. Free one. I like, I, that, sounds, that sounds beautiful, that, doesn't it? Wes, coming to you, brother. What are you saying, man? What's, oh. your, gut telling you? What's your gut feeling? Oh, man, I hate this fixture, you know? Do you know what it is? Because I feel like over the last few years, Spurs and Arsenal have kind of been like that. And you've, as a Spurs fan, you kind of feel like at times, like we've, we should be going to you guys and getting a result. And we've just not turned up. And it's been so frustrating um, to, to watch. Um, I'll probably sit on the fence and go for a, a draw. I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two, um, Desmond. With that one. Yeah, I'm going to go Desmond. Um, yeah, it, I think it's one of those games where I think, as a fan, building up to it, obviously your hype, your, you know, everything like that. When it comes down to it, you're like, right, let's call it a draw and get out of it. Shake hands. We've given you all the stick throughout the week. Let's get on with our lives. And, you know, we meet again later on in the season. Um, but, yeah, I do think there'll be goals um, in the game. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going for a for a two two draw because I I feel like this this Tottenham team has got 
something that we haven't had in a long, long time, and it's got a bit of got a bit of fight about it. It's got a bit of passion about it, um, and I think that's why us as fans are getting behind um, the team as as much as we can. Um, whereas previously we've not been able to do so. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with a draw. Ooh, I'm going to come to myself, and then I'll leave the final word to the Agumbar, the Tottenham wife. Right. Um, two one Arsenal. Saliba set piece from a corner and Gabriel. So Jesus, Jesus, Jesus and Saliba to score. 2 1 Arsenal. Holly, coming to you. I know you're obviously, I know you're scared right now. You're not showing it, but I, I can feel the, I can feel the pressure. <laughs> what's your, what's, what's your, what's your head and your heart telling you? It's just stress, isn't it? Really? It's just stress throughout the whole week. Stress when the game starts. Stress when it's on. Stress when it's over. Just no. Um, I'm going to be really boring, and I'm going to say one. Not one. nil, nil. All right, no, right, not right, nil, right. nil. Jesus Christ right. alive! Gonna... You two are dragging me down. Yeah. Sorry, I have to go Draw. one one just because. Just because I think, like Wes has kind of touched on, I don't think there's going to be as many goals, but I think we're both going to be very tentative because we know how much this means to both mm -hmm. sets of fans in terms of how far we've come um, for both teams, if that makes sense. As cool. in, it, look, you're on the up, we're slowly on the up. Um, but if we can do it at Stamford Bridge, I can't see why we can't get a point off you at the Emirates. I don't know if we've got it in us to go and get the full three points, um, but I would be very happy with getting Can I ask, do you feel... Would you, do you feel if Arsenal gets the first goal... We're in trouble. From previous matches, I would say no, because obviously we've gone behind so many times this season and come back. But because it's Arsenal and where mm. it is and the occasion, yes, I would feel worried. That's a fantastic likewise, answer. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> you know what it is with Arsenal? We're, we're, I, Kesha and Ray will probably vouch for me as well. We're starting games better. Home and away. Plus... That's the biggest plus. That's the biggest, yeah. biggest plus. Because we're not yeah. just starting games well, we're getting ahead in games. Mm. Before we was, there were periods where last season we were playing well, not getting the goal to go in at halftime 1 0 or 2 0. This season so far, starting a lot better. And we're at home. And a good record against Spurs. Like perfect time for a change, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but people in the chat, get your virtual waves and hugs goodbye. This has been a Fantastic match preview representing both sides of North London. Um, my fantastic co host, I'll come to you last. I'm going to give you a big billion because you deserve it. But, um, Wes, I'm going to come to you first. Thank you for stepping in very, very last minute. I've done last minute, but not like this. So, um, much love to you, brother, man. Where can the guys find you? Thank you for coming on for Albert JTV and Holly's Hotspur. That's all right, not a problem. Thank you for having me. It's been surprisingly good um, to be there chewing the fat on uh, a North London derby. Usually they're horrible. Um, but no, people, find me on uh, Twitter at Wezo10, um, at Instagram, on Instagram at Wezo32. You'll usually see me uh, up and down the country following Spurs as often as I can. Um, I'm obviously at the game on, on Saturday. Oh, um, might, well, see so, might see you there. Yeah, might looking be. forward to it. Um, not responsible for any chance that gets started in the away end. Um, by my good self um so yeah and i also own my own football coaching business um in the milton Keynes area delhi alley country um as i like to call it so it's um kickoff football academy so at kofa mk on instagram and facebook um as well no good shout well my brother thanks for coming on last minute man trust me it, it's 
it, it's difficult to get people to come on, but to do that last minute and you know you 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 you, you, you plug for your team and that's what you do, man. Particularly in North London derby. So much love to you, brother. Luke, nice to meet you for the first time, man. The, the Twitter Twitter face at last, but thank you for coming on, man. Tell me the people where they can find you. Yeah, mate, you too. And honestly, you know, thanks to all the guys that have come on because uh, it's been a really, really good show. And thanks to everyone in the comments as well. Obviously, make sure that everyone subscribes to both of your channels, Holly and oh, yourself, because you, uh, you know we know where it is. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to do this kind of thing, and it's hard yeah. to to do good content. So uh, keep it up, definitely. Uh, right. So if you want to follow me, you can follow me uh, at Luke underscore Park Lane on uh, Twitter. But more importantly, you can uh, subscribe to my channel. It's a new channel, uh, recently rebranded. So it's Park Lane Podcast on YouTube, Park Lane Pod on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. So yeah, show the love. Well done, good shot. Well done, good shot. Good shot. I'm not sure how many of the Arsenal brothers are going to come and. They, they might you know what? Join in. <laughs> you know what? I always I say to everyone. I say to everyone, join in, subscribe, come have along. Uh, come along if you want to shout. Yeah, abuse, we welcome it. We welcome it. Let's bring it. <laughs> Uh, much love, man. Yeah, now nah, listen. I, I like I like to get rival fans on and, and collaborate, and as my Tottenham wife Tottenham wife can vouch for. But Holly, I'll let you give a shout out to my two guys to give them a you know a little plug. Yes, definitely. Um, it's nice to obviously. I think I've met you guys before. I think maybe my brain's a bit frazzled. Um, but I'll come to you first, Ray. Uh, where can everybody find you doing your thing, my friends? So I'm just on Twitter, really. Um, uh, Ray underscore Kasim. Um, I go to a lot of the home games at the Emirates. Um, unfortunately, not this one because tickets are like oh, gold dust. It is. But I'll I'll be watching somewhere and uh, cheering the boys on. Um, so yeah, come 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 and chat to me on on Twitter and uh, yeah, love talking football. Love that. Thank you. And also Kesh as well, mate. Good to have you on again. Obviously with Albert as well. So uh, where can everybody find you doing your thing as well? Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, you can find me over on Twitter. It's underscore K E S H underscore. That's all I'm on at the moment. I've stepped away from the YouTube bit thing for for a bit as I'm a bit too busy with other things at the moment. Of course. But yeah, come have a chat on Twitter, man. Throw some banner before the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and after. I'm going into hiding, man, if anything goes wrong. A lot of, I'm a lot literally of the flying times the you guys do, Monday. so That's just, fun. you know. <laughs> I followed you boys now on Twitter, so uh, we're on Luke. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, just okay. get ready, man. Where's I follow you? Don't worry, bro. It's coming, man. It's coming, bro. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I'll just call Moussa Dembele to go on Twitter half the time, so you know, I'm here for it. He's not your profile picture, is he? <laughs> no, no, I'm not that no, fan. He would be right, if he could. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Holly. <laughs> Don't give it away. But, um, yes, people, um, Holly. Always good to collab with you, man. Keep on doing the amazing work you're doing in your channel. I do keep an eye out, even if I don't pop in the comments sometimes. But yeah, you're, you're doing fantastic stuff, man. Just keep keep striving, keep plugging, and keep the haters at arm's length, as I always say. So um, we got to you, Holly. We got to you. And you, my friend. And you. Like I say, we don't see eye to eye on the football team, but you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, thanks for that glad endorsement. Anyway, but no people, <laughs> Albert Gray TV, your joint collaboration host. Um, people, like I said, come and subscribe to my channel and also Holly's as well. Like I said, smash the like button on my channel and Holly's because, you know, we're both broadcasting from both channels. But guys, a big, big game. Um, looking forward to it. I will confirm with all the footballing community if I do actually get a ticket. But um, I'm still trying. It's not looking fantastic, but we'll see. But people, we are over and out. North London Derby match preview. Come on, you Gunners. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Gunners.
upstairs. Thank <laughs> you.